And I'm Katie, and this might be <laughs> One, One Kiss, Kiss Means, means Forever. forever. Um, this is the podcast where during the Christmas season, Hannah and I try to fit this into our busy schedule. So we are get up early and drink coffee, which kind of also sums up the feelings of this movie in a in a fun sort of anxious way um we're talking about your favorite made for tv romances the kinds that you find on hallmark netflix lifetime etc and we got a recent ish continuation ish of hallmark so today we are talking about a movie from last year specifically november 26 2022 so last thanksgiving called haul out the holly and we're doing it because they're making a sequel this year, which we're yeah. also very excited about. So yeah. we figured, why not have this as our as a recent movie that we're talking about? Uh, and this is what Hallmark has to say about this movie. And again, this is from last year, so it is a full a full sentence, full sentence. <laughs> when Emily unexpectedly spends the holidays alone at her parents' house. Their HOA insists that she participate in its many Christmas festivities. And it stars Lacey Chabert, Wes Brown, Stephen Tobolowski, Melissa Peterman, and Ellen Travolta. With cameos up the wazoo. Wazoo! <laughs> um, I've also had this damn song stuck in my head all morning. Yep. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. They get it in the shower. <laughs> yeah. So let's get into it. Emily Melrose, played by Lacey Chabert, has grown up with parents who are the king and queen of Christmas. They have created a homeowners association on their street that specializes in all things Christmas, with the decor regulations and events all December long. Because of this, Emily has grown to view Christmas as more of an obligation than a joy, and she's often had to put others first. Emily returns from Christmas shopping to find her boyfriend playing video games. She expresses her displeasure over the state of their relationship, but boyfriend Dan is uninterested, so they break up. And because of a technicality, it looks like Emily is going to have to be the one to move out. Because, shocker, they live together. <laughs> wow. And, and clearly share a bed. So she decides to spend Christmas at her parents' home and just avoid a lot of the over-the-top Christmas that happens there. Upon arriving home, Emily's parents surprise her with the news that they are headed to Florida as they are planning to move there. Emily, not wanting to stay in Utah alone, asks to come, but she insists that they stay. Mom and Dad have some schemes afoot. It's very weird, um, and Emily is very confused. Um, but so she's left with an undecorated house alone for the week of Christmas. Wah, wah. Emily has been home for less than a day when she is visited by the new president of the HOA, because, of course, it used to be her dad, Jared, played by... Wes Brown. They had been childhood friends, both growing up on Evergreen Lane, because of course it's called Evergreen Lane, uh, but had moved away and, you know, lost touch. But he's back and really into his role as the HOA president, and uh, because her house isn't decorated for Christmas, Emily receives a citation. That night, there is a tree lighting. 
Initially, Emily is reluctant to go, but is persuaded by Jared and her friend, Jessica. And then she is called out and put on the spot to take her parents' place on the HOA committee. So much for avoiding the Christmas excess. So the following morning, after a second citation, Emily finds herself at a meeting and heading up the snowman building competition. There are just so many things Emily needs to do to appease the HOA. She needs to make cookies for the cookie competition. She needs to get together with her co-chair for the snowman competition. She needs donations for the snowman Actually, this is a pretty cool contest. I like it. Uh, she needs to decorate her house in order to stop getting these citations. A calm Christmas week post-breakup, this is not. But even if Emily isn't really wanting to do everything, she does manage to find the fun in it. After Pamela, the snowman co-chair, wins the cookie competition, they agree to meet up and discuss their plans. But Emily is cited by Jared, who realizes that she needs assistance with her house decorating. He calls in all the Kringle operatives, and they get the whole thing done. But this makes Emily late to meet with Pamela, who is very upset. But by making Emily string popcorn, Pamela is willing to work together, and they start to make some progress. The snowman competition is a success, but Emily still gets a citation because her lawn isn't decorated. But, you know, dad to the rescue because he informs her of a secret storage unit full of decorations. So Emily gets that taken care of by making the neighborhood out of various Christmas characters. With Jared's help, Emily is warming up to Christmas and enjoying her time. She attends his ugly Christmas sweater white elephant party, bringing with her the Polaroid camera her parents bought her when she was seven. She had taken a picture of her and Jared back then, and they recreate it as adults, you know, like they do on that meme that you see all the time. <laughs> and she gets into the spirit of the sweaters and the game and has a good time. It is there that she learns that their Christmas Eve Santa has canceled and they'll need another so she takes on that task. Emily asks Jessica's husband to be Santa, but this upsets Jared. It takes her a little while, but she does eventually realize that Jared wanted to be Santa. Easy enough to fix. But the Santa suit made for Christopher Palaha, because Jessica's husband is played by Christopher Palaha, <laughs> is too small on Jared, which I call bullshit. <laughs> right. <laughs> So they have to get another one from Ned, the neighborhood eccentric, in a neighborhood of eccentrics. You know, so he's he, he's far out on that scale. Mm -hmm. uh, and Jared and Emily are, you know, vibing hard. I know. And this whole Santa thing is very sexy. <laughs> so Pamela has really warmed up to everyone, even after coming to Evergreen Lane for years before moving there five years earlier. And she's connecting with Emily. Emily sees her on the street crying and learns that her husband is likely stuck on the East Coast over Christmas because of a storm. Pamela is often alone and just wanted him home for Christmas. Emily, having fully caught the Christmas spirit, is on the case. At the Christmas carnival, where Jared is Santa, Jessica's daughter tells Santa, a.k.a. Jared, that one of the gifts she wants for Christmas is for Jared to take Emily out. Kid is doing what the adults can't. Cut to the chase. <laughs> <laughs> 
Emily has managed to get her apartment-stealing ex, who happens to work for an airline, to get Pamela's husband home. So she's fulfilled a Christmas wish. Or two, if you count Jared's wish to be Santa. And Jared asks Emily out. Also, Pamela's husband? Eric Mabius. Eric Mabius! <laughs> Hallmark, Hallmark hugs abound. Um <laughs> <laughs> On Christmas morning, Emily wakes up excited it's Christmas, something that hasn't happened in a while. And her parents have returned from Florida in time to celebrate her. I guess they didn't run into the same storm that Eric maybe has had. Um, maybe it was a... I, I can see that. That actually makes some sense okay. based on, on Florida versus, like, let's say he was like, yeah, New York. Sure. I guess weather... Um, anyway they have found a condo in florida and are moving but they want to leave emily their house (gasps) merry christmas you're a homeowner yay everyone from the neighborhood is outside um and has come to see if emily accepts the house (laughs) so when they go in for coco emily stays on the stoop with jared um, she decides she's going to write him a citation, and her order is to kiss her. And since one kiss means, one kiss forever, means forever, looks like a new Evergreen Lane power couple has arrived to be continued next week as we cover the sequel. Woohoo! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um,. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This movie is so fun. I really enjoy this movie. First of all, I don't know why they don't put her in more comedies. Lacey should be doing this kind of movie all the time instead of these, like, like, she does too many serious tearjerkers. Sure. I want her in this. Yeah. I forgot that she was so funny. Like, I mean, obviously she's hilarious in Mean Girls. And then, like, she does Hallmark schlock. And then it's like, wow, actually, you're hilarious. Wes Brown is a fucking hilarious. Like, he's great. Um, I I think that Hallmark needs to be doing more movies like this, more comedies. Also, I feel like it was written with them in mind to a point because there's enough – like, I don't know if that's true for real, but, you know, there are jokes that, like, really lean into them as who they are. Like, the height jokes about Lacey, like, they're quite funny. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I, really... I think there was ad-libs off the wazoo. I mean, very possibly. But, like, yeah. also, just it just felt like everything leaned into their strengths. Also, you know, just... I mean, the cast of this movie is crazy pants. Um, right. Like, <laughs> like freaking, they have some just powerhouse people. Like, Stephen Tobolowsky yeah. and Melissa Peterman are kind of relatively, like, TV famous, you know? Yeah, and, right. Um, I have never seen Ellen Travolta, to my knowledge, and I assume that she's, a, like, related to Travolta. You know, I didn't look that up. Um, I think we looked it up when the movie came out when we were tweeting it. I think that it's her brother. Um, But I thought she was a wonderful, like, the best sort of mom for these kinds of things. I thought she was great. (laughs) Yeah. 
and you're right, it is John Travolta's sister. Um, but like, you know, also it like leaned into the craziness of Christmas, how it can be fun. Some of the lines in this movie are like really funny. Yeah. And some of them, there were like a few that I was like, you know what, that's like really insightful. You know, like one of the ones I wrote down was um, her friend was like, you I think it was a friend. It was like, you really dodged a bullet there when you were talking about her boyfriend. And she she said, and yet I still got wounded. Mm. And I was like, that's like a beautiful little, like, I understand. I agree with you. And I'm still sad about it. And I'm still upset about this mm. relationship ending. And I was like, that's such a, you know, quick way to, I, I know everything about your relationship and where you are emotionally just by that one sentence absolutely or like even a Stephen Tobolowsky said something you know like um in a way that I was like yeah this is how people truly do act where he said you know something like this didn't happen when your parents were in charge and I said I don't want to blame you but I am <laughs> <laughs> and it was like you know it was just like so out in the open of like yeah mm-hmm that that is what definitely happened. <laughs> yeah, they're very they're very a very blunt neighborhood, a very this is who we are neighborhood. Um, everybody is unapologetically like themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, Melissa Peterman's full on emotional meltdown when she yet again wins the cookie competition <laughs> is comic genius. Like I cannot I, yeah. I, I actually rewatched that scene because i wanted to see all of the emotional points that she hits <laughs> she's stunning um i mean i guess yeah. it's a spoiler alert for maybe my supporting shout out but who cares <laughs> um, i want to run by uh, um my my biggest what the fuck in this movie i mm-hmm. i want to hear your opinion because it's something that i find a little confusing and i want to know what you think because they don't really they don't really like um uh, solve this issue. When Emily calls and says, you know, I want to come home for Christmas. It's my assumption that, or I, I get the, I, I get the impression that the parents didn't really have a plan to go to Florida. The, the house is already decorated and they get the whole town in on the fact that they want Emily to live there. Did you get that same impression? Yes. Yes. Okay. I, I got the impression that, it, I mean, not. There's not really a difference between like the people on the street and the Kringle, whatever it's called, um, with the, with their Kringle little capade or whatever. It yeah, is. whatever. Um, they seem to have put this idea out in the universe of like we're going to leave. I kind of got the impression that like moving to Florida was on the on their minds. This okay. this part was not particularly like a new idea the timing was Mm. Mm. um in that like maybe they were gonna go you know after christmas or something like that but like down the line you know they they'd passed on the hoa presidency like that part was like all set up already and i think they they were like oh this is a great opportunity we can get our daughter here to take our house which is what we really really want Mm -hmm. which like i mean i don't want to live in my parents house i 
love my parents' house, but I don't want to live there. But, like, the idea that they could gift it to me is just, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, never in a million years would that happen. Um, just sort of, like, randomly. I'm like, we'll buy another house, and you can have this one. I'm like, I'm sorry. Okay, what? Like, did you see this house? This house is, like, probably worth a mm, couple million. Seven. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say it's Utah, so I was trying to be like conservatives. I was gonna say seven hundred thousand, but I don't. I haven't looked in Utah. No, I, I would say a house of that <laughs> size is is probably Huge. still a million dollars. Like, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, at least whatever. But <laughs> I I get the impression that they informed the town that they were trying to convince her to live there, which is why the town like was doing these citations and like forcing her to get involved in a way. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Like, sometimes it was like everybody was like, let's get Jared and Emily together. And sometimes it felt like that was just like a happy accident or like a yeah. bonus. And I wasn't yeah. sure how they were, like, if if it was one or the other. Yeah, I feel like maybe that – I agree with you um, about the happy accident thing. Um I think that probably was the intention of like of just get her just get her here and let nature take its course. These mm-hmm. two belong together, so we're not going to push it too hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there was a scene with some of the neighbors where the, the the husband of the older neighbors almost like blew their cover um, right. about something. So, um, and it, it it occurred to me that it's during this watch of the movie because we watched it on on um, when it came out um, that her parents are not the kind of people that wouldn't have already decorated. So I, it, yeah. I, I imagine that they ripped down all their decorations. Oh, I, I think, I think we're supposed to infer based on the fact that there is a tree in like their little house where they're having their phone call, um, that they, it is decorated and yeah. they ripped everything down and put everything away. I couldn't remember if there was a tree when she comes back, when she comes home. No, there, there, is there not. isn't. Okay, There's so nothing. Like, perfect. it's all not there. Um, which, like, I understand how, like, the, the mentality of, like, we'll make her do it. It'll work out. Uh, it'll be, you know, like, it'll get her in the spirit. But there's also, for me, thinking... My parents left me this amount of work with no time and a crazy, like, HOA Yeah, that is going to lose their shit over it. Like, <laughs> it was the kind of thing where I was like, I mean, the idea that her parents wouldn't have been getting citations for, like, the last month is laughable if they right, hadn't right. put up. Like, it's like, no, 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 no. Like... That is a little plot hole. You're right. You know, mm-hmm. like, uh, there's no way they, like, you had to have your Christmas decorations up only by the week before Christmas. It was like, it's 100%. You better, like, they better be up and ready to go day after Thanksgiving. Although I do <laughs> imagine a world where Wes Brown just doesn't give citations to her parents because he's in love with the dad. He's like, man, absolute legends. You know, like, you guys can do whatever you want, but that's overthinking this particular plot yeah. point. Yeah, I mean, we don't do that ever. Yeah, but also, I mean, I, I do think it's kind of cute because it's it's definitely like this. This is a man who is so excited to become a son-in-law, <laughs> like in the cutest way. <laughs> man, 
again like Wes Brown should just be doing this too like he's yeah. so funny he's I don't really need funny. to see him I don't need to see him as a pecan farmer ever again or, you know? <laughs> that was not my least favorite one of his by far I don't need to see him as a country singer ever again <laughs> I don't care <laughs> I, I think I'm done with just the country singer trope like like full stop with all my- yeah, I, I'm definitely also there so um <laughs> be a jazz singer next time you know right well uh that mystery one uh jody sweeten was a jazzy cabaret singer oh um i i that's all my wtfs um, um otherwise there's hallmark hallmarks that we can chat about i i mean my only other what the fucks is kind of the character of pamela confuses me okay because uh, I get she's like upset. Her husband isn't around. She's moved to Mistle. Uh, I keep wanting to call it Mistletoe Lane. It's Evergreen Lane. Um, but you know, she, she's also kind of like crabby and nasty to everyone around her. When I thought the point was so that she wouldn't be alone, you know, mm. you know, like she, not that she's truly crabby and nasty, but she's she's like got this like wall up with people and you know like she got really mad at emily for being late when they didn't have a real time but also their neighbors she could have been like where the hell are you and like walked over to her house you know like there was and seeing the decorations it, happening yeah. yeah like there it was just sort of like why are you like i get that you're upset about the, your husband thing but also like the whole point of you being here is so that when this happens, which it clearly happens frequently enough, mm-hmm. you have something to fall back on and you have other people to fall back on. Right. And so I was just a little confused by that. Um, I think that's fair. Maybe it's like a perfect, more of a perfectionism thing. Yeah. Um, but you like, sure. like she seems, she, she gives off the like, I need something done right. I go to Pamela. Mm-hmm. vibes you know like yeah. like she is pta president mom person right like i mean like she was the kind of person where i was like if she like when she's nice pamela like i love this woman when she's like cranky pamela it's like okay i get that you're cranky but also like you're taking it out on the wrong people and you're and in a way where i was like you need to be more adult than this like this is a child yeah. like you're teenagering your feelings <laughs> i think that's fair i i think that's fair i wonder if it was some sort of like balance that um uh melissa peterman had to had to make with just the way the character was written oh i, I almost think want, i think yeah. it is the way the character is written i don't i don't yeah. there's no blaming of melissa peterman in this in any way no. um she's still the best yeah the other thing i just want to shout out is the I, the fact that they got in so many digs at Nickelback made me happy. <laughs> and I really, there's there's something stupidly, like I really hope Lacey Chabert was a big Nickelback fan in the day. <laughs> oh man, that would be really funny. I, I guess I do have one more thing to say, but it, it just appeared, it just kind of like popped into my brain. It is a note that I had, but Nothing really happens in this movie. No. You know? But the funny thing is about it, 
that I'm just like that I'm gonna just give it its praises is nothing really happens we have another movie where we're just doing Christmassy things and getting checking the list off and yet it does it right in the way because we have so many cool characters like our lead characters are fun they're fully fleshed out our side characters are fun they're fully fleshed out even so even though we just have Christmassy things that we're doing I'm entertained Mm -hmm. Um, it's not like and now we go ice skating and now we bake a cookie yeah, I know, I do the gingerbread house. Well, it felt know? like there was like reasoning behind doing all the things. Like I was invested in why we were doing everything. Yeah, not every movie has that sort of yeah. investment. Okay, okay, I've got Are you a ready? pretty decent amount of homework homeworks here. That's a thick list. Yeah. All right. So, starting off, their childhood friends. Yeah, uh, this block is serious about Christmas. Evergreen Lane is a Christmassy name. Um, she one of the first things that we hear in the movie is it's Christmas. <laughs> uh, this movie was clearly filmed in summer. Yes. Um, they make they make reference to a Christmas carnival or Christmas festival. Mm. Um, one of the pair is Christmas crazy, and the other yeah. is not. So true. Uh, we have precocious children. Yes. Um. Well, it does switch in this movie, and I remember talking about it on Twitter. Initially, we've got some crazy and practical shoes because she's wearing her five-inch heels in the house. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> um, I, I, I have this note, but I think we're past it anyway. But um, bad boyfriend is not into Christmas or presents or wants to communicate and is an overall asshole, but he's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. We have fake snow and snowmen. Those yes. were like some hardcore styrofoam snowmen. That was awesome. I loved them. <laughs> um, uh, the scheming parents, I guess, yeah. were really invested in their child's future. Uh, we have a community tree lighting. We do. Um, A childhood career passion is now their actual career. Like he wanted to be an architect since seven. And he was like, you were always a good writer. What are you doing now? So, yeah. Uh, They bake cookies. Yes. There are snowballs being thrown about. Uh, They have hot cocoa. Um, There is a man, so you must love him. Uh, because the friend says a certain HOA person, he was looking at you. Yeah. Um, and we have snowman building. We do. Um, he knows secret things about her. Uh, there's a memory box that she has forgotten <laughs> about what's in it until she opens it up and looks at it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh, oh, I had that was one of my next ones. Um, we have a white elephant party, mm, and yeah. I guess ugly sweater is the same thing. Yeah, well, they're they're different parties, but they combine them. Um, they recreate a picture. Yeah, there's singing of the Christmas carols. The uh, there's a prominent logo displayed in that the ninja mixer is like front and center. In the white elephant scene. Also, wow, I have a, I, actually, pausing. I have a lot of questions about the white elephant. Was there not a like price point? I had that same <laughs> thought. 
I had that same thought. There usually is a price point. Like, you can't just bring a fucking ninja mixer and then, like, bunny slippers. Like, you can't do that. Anyway, but how conditioned am I that it didn't even occur to me that ninja was a, a brand name? <laughs> wow. Paid for by ninja. <laughs> wow, Katie. Um, uh, even though it doesn't hit Utah, there is a storm coming that they That's have to true. worry about. Um. And somebody plays Santa. Yeah, the love interest plays Santa. Um, I this is really dumb, and I apologize for this. Incorporating that Santa, I put all the Christmas things at the Christmas festival because there's a gingerbread <laughs> display, hot chocolate with extra marshmallows, Santa. It's all there. It's all there. I've I've we've kind of covered everything that I had. I have just one more. Okay, or a couple more. Go for um, it. He weathered the storm to come home for the holidays. Um, she gets a house, and somehow the whole town is there for the big news. Um, usually it's an engagement, but this time to see that she's getting a house. Yeah. The, uh, it's. I mean, we're recording this before the the new one airs. If there's not an engagement in the, at, by the end of this movie, like, I'll, I'll eat my hat. <laughs> <laughs> You'll eat your Santa hat. <laughs> Hannah, thank you for bringing back that statement. I'll eat my hat. <laughs> I didn't know they hadn't had podcasts in the 1930s. <laughs> so happy. Pretty parade. Pretty parade. Um, just before we get into it, really, I'll let you know my, the, this one, I, I go back and forth on it about how I feel about it because there are five different coats. They're all pea coats, which I think I, just like, if you're going to do these many different coats, change up the style, like just, right. you know, that being said, she, we re-wears three of them three times. Like That's each cool. one three times. I mean, granted, they're outside like a huge amount of this movie. So. Yeah, but she's only there for a week. Well, I mean, it's That's scenes. A That's a I, lot of coat switching. Yeah, it, I mean, it's just bananas how many coats she has. But she has a pink, a blue, a gray, like chevron print one, a bright pink. Like there are two different kinds of pink, and a brown. Wow, she's got she's coat covered. She's coated in coats. Yeah. So my pretty parade is Wes Brown in glasses. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Wes Brown in glasses is mine. <laughs> Hannah, we okay, that's it. We have to this no more podcast. We've just done it. <laughs> Wes Brown in glasses, Hannah. Oh my God, you're yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just yum, <laughs> yum. Uh, side note: Husband Billy has just decided that he needs readers. Okay, um, and he has been checking himself out in the mirror when he wears them. He's like, "Wow, I'm hot in glasses." And I was like, "Yes, you are. <laughs> Your eyes are failing. Sexy." <laughs> Yes. 
love um, it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Since since you stole my pretty parade, did you have any more pretty? No, parades? that was it. That was. Uh, I would like to say the across the universe, um, or one of them. There's a couple that we have, but um, I know you have this on your list. Okay. So across the universe, um, Lacey Chabert sits down to watch TV, and on TV is Christmas in Vienna, which is a Hallmark movie, and she says, "Ugh, I love this guy," and that guy is Brennan Elliott. Whom Lacey Chabert has done a thousand movies with. And I just thought that was awesome because Netflix does this, um, calls themselves their own universe out. And I don't know, think Hallmark often does. I, so um, I loved it. I, I agree. Also, uh, with that scene, she when she sits down, she says, I hope this is the one where she finds out her boyfriend is a prince, which I think is a reference to A Royal Christmas, which is a Lacey movie. Oh, that's so cute. I missed that line. Wow. <laughs> And then it turns out to be uh, Christmas in Vienna. Nice. Um, I have a lot. Great. Amazing. <clears throat> okay. So we get Stephen Tobolowski. In this movie, his name is Ned. It is not Ned Ryerson, uh, like in Groundhog Day, but it's still right. Ned. And I appreciated that <laughs> a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to just point out that this year 2023 we got a f- movie where somebody is embarrassed to be walking around in their pajama pants and Lacey embraces the going outside in pajama pants in this movie hardcore and I'm into it because really pants should be all pajama pants agreed um and then you know I just, I can't believe you're not calling this one out Katie the I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to be the best Santa ever. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm so conditioned now that I miss that. <laughs> now that just become like a part of like, that's like a trope now. Like That's a hallmark hallmark. I feel mm-hmm. like using that line. Um, I did have another uh, kind of across the universe. Um, okay. Well, we already talked about the Hallmark hunk cameos of Christopher Palaha and Eric Nabius, but we get another slow walk towards the camera wearing Santa hats, very similar to the elf walk in Three Wise Men and a Baby. Or yeah. whatever that movie was called. You know, yeah. the very, yeah. yeah. No, Which right. also just makes me think of the Santa Claus. Um, and I want to point out that they do mention the Great British Baking Show, but they call it Great British Bake Off, which everybody who watches that show calls it, except yeah. for Netflix. <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. So that's true. That might just be a Canadian thing, but they call it Bake Off, not Baking Show. Um, did you have any new and noteworthy? Um, yeah. Um, we, this might be an across the universe too, but I put it as new and noteworthy. We get a blatant Star Wars reference, Santa, I am your father, which mm-hmm. holla for the nerds out there. Um, and one thing that I really appreciated is we, this was not a, they were friends as kids. I've been pining for you all these years. Um, I didn't get the sense that either of them were doing that. Um, no, and I no. love, I love that so much. Well, like I got the impression that like, maybe they, you know, I don't know if he moved away earlier or they just like didn't really go in the same circles in high school. Like they, you know, they're like, maybe they could have been pining for each other had they thought about it, but they just like, it just like never came up. And sure. it was kind of nice. I agree. Um, 
I've already talked about Emily and Dan were cohabitating at the beginning of this yeah. movie. Um, and that Lacey actually does wear like proper footwear for a decent amount of this movie. Because she's not only in flats, she's in like slippers and snow boots, which is like correct. It's winter and you're at home. Like those are the two shoes you need. Yes. Um, and the other thing is that Jared is a green energy guy. Yeah. Like really into it. And I'm like, you know what? Cool. Awesome. Put that out in the universe. Hell yeah. Yeah, they only buy coal for some for snowmen. <laughs> uh do you have a supporting shout out? I'm gonna let you take it. Okay. Well, Pamela's my supporting shout out, of course. I already talked about her comic genius when she wins that cooking contest. Or the cookie cookie contest, not cooking contest. Um I and I and I feel like um I'm hoping based on how Hallmark had this listed. Um, Melissa Peterman's name was before Lacey Chabert. Um, uh, and I wanted, I want to hope that it's because she's the focus of Hall, Hall of the Holly too. I don't know if that's the thing, but um, I don't know. And I also shouted out Ned because um, there's this one moment when after they decorate the house and then the town kind of disperses, lead, leaving um, Wes Brown and Lisa Chabert together, if you look at him, he's flying in the background like an airplane as he runs away. <laughs> uh, that's, so, first of all, exactly what I put down for my supporting shout-out. Pamela losing it over winning the cookie contest, even though she was sure she was going to win. And Ned, just, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, but like specifically i really love the scene where he is talking about like putting a tree in his home and getting a roof that like opens up <laughs> and the people are like have you tried therapy and he's like i'm in therapy have you tried oh. a different therapist <laughs> like when, when your neighbors think that like when your eccentric neighbors think you are eccentric like it's sort of like Oh, honey, like take a look at your life, but also loved it. <laughs> I I love I love brilliant side characters. And I, I think that, you know, we, we have them every now and then. That's why we have supporting shout out. But I think that like this kind of brand of side character of, of you know, whatever of Hallmark movies really needs to kind of take a step up because why not? It's fun. It's, yeah. And you have built in sequels if you want to explore these characters lives a little bit. Right. More. Yeah. Um, so. I'm. Uh, yeah. So, kiss meter. Kiss meter. Okay. We have one kiss. Um, I gave it an 8.5. Okay. Um, it is not super passionate, um, and they were sitting down, but I thought the setup was so cute. She writes him a citation saying, kiss me. So, we get, we, we get, get consent uh, via paperwork. Um, and I just was, what do the kids say? Standing. I was standing this couple super hard or shipping them, whatever it is. Um, some S word. I really like them together. And so I thought their kiss was sweet and tender and like perfectly timed. Um, so that's me. How about you, Hannah? Uh, I wasn't quite as nice as you. I gave it a 7.5. And almost for all the same reasons, like I, the citation I think is adorable though but you know seated and that and they're facing the same way there's a part of me that like kind of gives them 
a little bit of a pass on the seated because they're so drastically different in height. Maybe this made more sense. <laughs> that is fair. That's so um, fair. But, like, I, do, I really like Lacey. I, I, I do. I don't love her kisses. I think she, her lips go out from her face more than I, like, it just doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. So I thought it was, it was a pretty decent one for her. I just, it doesn't do much for me. I can't wait until I'm in a movie where I kiss someone and then people are going to rip my kisses to shreds, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Just give it, I I have so much kiss karma built up. (laughs) So Hannah, yes. Would you recommend that people watch this movie? Yes, this movie is adorable. I think this is one of the best movies that they made last year. Um, I totally get why this one is the one that got a sequel. Like, it's funny. It's well written. It's enjoyable to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How about you? Do Absolutely. I love this one. I was so surprised when this one aired last year because of how absolutely funny it was, like legitimately funny and goofy and like unapologetically like silly. I, man, I love some silly. And last year we needed some silly. Um, and, And what I like about it is it's not it's so full of tropes. How many hallmark hallmarks do we say? But I never felt like it was overly tropey, yeah. which is stupid. You know, like it's not stupid, but it's it's um, it's cool that they did all of the, the they went off their Christmas checklist, but in a way that was fun and fresh and new. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, um, I love it. I loved it. Yeah, I actually remember y- you were tweeting this, and I was not. And I remember you saying something like. I'm really sad that you're missing this right now. Like getting a text from you like in the middle of whatever I was doing. (laughs) Um, And most of the time it's the other way around folks. (laughs) Yeah. I sent you some pretty dire texts last night. (laughs) We won't tell you when because you don't know when we're recording this. (laughs) But also, um, the, the only like caveat I have right now is like I really hope the sequel lives up to what this was. Um, I think it will. I I like fingers, toes, all 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 the crossable body parts crossed for that because I really I need it to be in this kind of movie. I just like I I know it has something to do with like a new set of neighbors or something mm. like that. Uh, rivalry and I just I want it to keep this feel so me too well I thought that they did a good job with Christmas the Christmas house too mm-hmm. um I thought Christmas house two was great because Christmas house one was brilliant as well um so I I think I think Hallmark is um precious about the ones that are um popular like this so I hope so all right so thank you everybody uh we are tweeting and instagramming facebook threads all that stuff uh one kiss means forever where the one and the four are numerals um i think this this is dropping the week after thanksgiving so um you know the sequel has aired already so you guys know more than we do at this point (laughs) (laughs) and also how many of the thanksgiving movies we got to because um, <laughs> there are like seventeen thousand. <laughs> right 
Um, if you want to email us for any reason, uh, our email address is one kiss means forever, all spelled out like it is in our logo at gmail.com. One kiss means forever at gmail.com. Uh, thank you to Flint Pastors for our intro music. His stuff's on Apple Music, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And we will see you next week for Holla at the Holly, All Lit Up. All Lit Up. Woo! -woo. We don't usually tell you what we're going to do, but you know, clearly, this was obvious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bye. Bye.